Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, at part eight of the stage is being set. We will pick up with number six on the list that identifies the harlot of Revelation 17 with Rome or more specifically, the Roman Catholic Church, which through its dedicated interfaith and ecumenical outreaches is drawing into herself every other false way that Lucifer has orchestrated, the end result of which will be the one-world religion of the Antichrist. This information is more critical now than it has ever been, because as the Church becomes more lukewarm and apostate, the true gospel of Jesus Christ is not being contended for and the wide way that leads to destruction is becoming even wider, with many falling into its darkened abyss that leads to the portal of hell. In the book of Jude, the urgency to contend earnestly for the true faith, which was once for all delivered to the saints, is given with a passionate plea. In the Greek rendering of the phrase, contend earnestly, it actually means to fight for and that fight is against the one who comes to rob, kill, and destroy, as he wars against the unadulterated word of God's truth. And with that call to battle as the Holy Spirit's reinforcement behind us, we pick up with number six. Her blasphemy identifies her with Rome. In Revelation 17.3, the hearted is described a full of names of blasphemy. The Church of Rome is indeed full of blasphemy having exalted herself to the place of God in the lives of people who have been beguiled by her. The titles of Rome's popes are blasphemous. They are referred to as Holy Father and His Holiness, names that belong to Almighty God Himself. They also proclaim to be the Vicar of Christ, a term that comes from the Latin word vicarius Christi, meaning instead of and which implies the Pope's supreme and universal primacy, again usurping the position of the Lord Jesus Christ, who alone is all authority in heaven and in the earth. But perhaps the greatest blasphemy is the exaltation of Mary that is held within the Roman Catholic Church, where she is seen as being equal, and in many cases even greater than the Lord Jesus Christ himself in the work of salvation's eternal life promise. It would take volumes upon volumes to list every blasphemous detail regarding the Roman Church's adoration and worship of her. But the following is just one example of how far this Antichrist devotion goes. Santa Maria Maggiore, or St. Mary Major Church, which is located in Italy, was built to honor Mary as the Mother of God. It features a large mosaic from the late 13th century depicting Mary sitting on the right hand of Jesus on his throne and being crowned by him as Queen of Heaven. The Latin inscription translated says, The Virgin Mary assumed into the dwelling place of the heavens, where the King of Kings sits on the starry throne. The Holy Mother of God is elevated into the kingdom of heaven above the choir of angels." End quote. Christ has an open book in his hand, which has the words in Latin meaning, 
Come, my beloved, and I will place you on my throne, end quote. Another prominent image of Mary that is displayed is titled Mary, Queen of Peace. In this statue image, Mary is depicted holding the child Jesus with one arm while holding the other out in a sign of blessing to the world. One of the church's chapels enshrines an ancient icon of Mary titled Salus Populi Romani, which translated means the health or well-being of the Roman people is entrusted to her. But the most blasphemous of all is that just outside the St. Mary Major Church, a crowned Mary is depicted hanging on the cross with Jesus. And this is only one of a myriad of blasphemous atrocities that are witnessed across the globe in the many churches, cathedrals, parades, and Marian societies and movements that hold the official approval of the Vatican. And while many Catholic people would still deny that they venerate Mary, and perhaps there are some who on a personal basis do not, the official documents of the Roman Catholic Church emphatically prove that she is the primary deity of this Babylonian cult. And if you remain part of her, you are silently agreeing to the Church's position on her authority in unfaithfulness to Jesus Christ the Lord, whether you say that you worship her or not. We covered many of the papal encyclicals that exalt Mary in the work of salvation in a previous message, but as a reminder, we will address a few of them again in this study, as well as offering other proofs of Roman Catholicism's elevation of Mary as supreme head. And again, it is nowhere near exhaustive. Four of the primary traditions of the Catholic faith that hold the imprimatur or official papal seal, and which are considered to be solemnly defined truths about Mary, are that one, she is the mother of God, as proclaimed at the Council of Ephesus in 431. Two, she is the perpetual virgin, defined by Pope Martin I in 649. Three, she is conceived without original sin, known as the Immaculate Conception, defined by Pope Pius IX in 1854. And four, Mary was assumed body and soul into heavenly glory, also known as the Assumption defied by Pope Pius XII in 1950. Pope Benedict XV in his 1917 encyclical stated that all gifts which the author of good dispenses are by the hands of the Most Holy Virgin and by her alone, end quote. Pope Pius XII again in his 1950 encyclical stated that Mary is the bride and spouse of God the Father, end quote and in the official ceremony of the crowning of an image, which is a canonical coronation, wherein the Pope, through a bull, which is an official papal document, designates a crown or stellar halo to be added to a Mariam image under a specific devotional title. Pope Pius XII stated that, Mary is our spiritual queen who is now reigning in heaven, end quote. And in his address on the queenship of Mary, Pius offered this elaboration on the worship of Mary. When the glorious Virgin Mary entered triumphantly into heaven and was elevated above the choirs of angels to the throne of the Most Holy Trinity, Christ placed a triple crown of glory on her head, presented her to the heavenly court, 
seated her at his right hand, and pronounced her Queen of Heaven, end quote. Pope John Paul II, in his official encyclicals, referred to Mary as Our Lady, co-redemptrix, confirming her co-redemptive role at least six times. Some of her official titles are Adam's Deliverance, Advocate of Sinners, Aqueduct of Grace, Ark Gilded by the Holy Spirit, Bride of Christ, Bride of Heaven, Cause of Our Joy, Deliverer from All Wrath, Dispenser of Grace, Dwelling Place of God, Fourth Bringer of the Ancient of Days, Fountain of Living Water, Gate of Heaven, Health of the Sick, Lady of Perpetual Help, Mary, Queen of Peace, Morning Star, Queen of Heaven, Refuge of All Sinners, Tabernacle of God, Tower of David. And I will have to stop here, beloved, because there are at least 100 additional names given to this counterfeit to the biblical Mary that time will not allow me to list here. After his inauguration as the 266th pontiff of Roman Catholicism, Pope Francis dedicated the whole world to Mary in his first official address to the people standing in St. Peter's Square. And while he has superficially spoken of Christ holding the primary position in all things over Mary, you can be sure that this is not evidence of any true loyalty to Jesus Christ the Lord, but rather all part of an elaborate deception that is being orchestrated by the Antichrist agents of darkness, leading to his acceptance as the Savior of the world. And the many blasphemous quotes made by Pope Francis that are in direct contradiction to the unadulterated word of God's truth prove that to be true. The Roman Catholic Mary will definitely play a vital role in the one-world religion and the global control of the Antichrist. She will most probably aid the false prophet in his many deceptions, but will also validate the Antichrist as the Messiah that the world has been awaiting. In one of the many demon apparitions of her, she was quoted as saying, My son comes quickly, and when he comes, listen to him. In summary, and borrowing from the words of Four Truth Ministry, the great harlot of Revelation 17 represents all false religion under the mantle of the Roman Catholic Church. The Antichrist religious system that she represents is, and will continue to be, pervasive, overwhelming, and the epitome of deadly deception. She is the culmination of all who do not worship the true and the living God and she will continue to persecute the true saints of God. Being aware of the great harlot is extremely important, because not only will mankind embrace deceiving ideas about religion, as the false prophet beguiles them with false signs and false wonders, they will embrace a false version of Jesus Christ, as presented through the great harlot. And even now many have already fallen into this great deception. It is truly a matter of life or death, beloved, and that is why I repeat often that it is more critical now than it has ever been for true believers to contend for the true faith which was once for all delivered to the saints, and to be the courageous witnesses of that unadulterated word of life. For many are being led into the enemy's web of delusion and destruction 
leading to eternal separation from the God of love and of forever in hell. I'll close today with the Apostle Paul's words in Romans 1, 16-17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Let our hearts echo that same devotion, beloved, as we shine and share the true light that alone will lead the lost to the genuine Savior of the world. Lord Jesus the Christ, the great I Am, the living Word, and the one who alone is all authority in heaven and in the earth. And, as always, beloved, I bid you His agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.